Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You stepped out of my head. For Gio. Coming to you live from the Built Ford Tough Studio, the traveling Built Ford Tough Studio, Radio Rose, Super Bowl 57, Phoenix, Arizona. What is that? That's your phone very loudly. Uh, And uh, Anthony Munoz, the annual Radio Row Anthony Munoz interview will be happening in about 25 minutes Good. now. Good. be great to see Anthony. Absolutely. Always great to see him. Now, you hung out with some other offensive linemen when you were in Cincinnati, right? When you were bopping around doing your yes. Boomer Tours America thing? I did. I saw three of my offensive linemen, Joe Walters, uh, Bruce Kazerski, and Bruce Reimers. And then, of course, the great James Brooks and David Fulcher were there, and so was Kenny Anderson. Oh, nice. Who uh, got a standing ovation. I said, why isn't this man in the Hall of Fame? Ridiculous. And by the way, you know, interestingly enough, I know Joe Klecko is coming to town. Mm-hmm. He's a senior. He's on the senior ballot to get into the Hall of Fame, uh, along with Ken Riley of the Bengals. Nice. That is great. So, and I know they'll announce the Hall of Famers uh, this year's class anyway on Saturday, I believe. And, you know, it's, uh, it's an interesting, you know, Darrell Revis is going in. Dude, we all know that. I think Tory Holt is going in. His numbers. You look at Tory Holt, you forget how, how great he was. Yeah, he should be in. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Willis. Uh, maybe oh Zach God. Thomas from the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, big neck, Zach and Thomas. And Joe Staley. Remember the uh, the big tackle for the 49ers? Right, who was trash in Kayvon Thibodeau. And Kayvon Thibodeau goes, I don't know who you are. Well, uh, It doesn't I, mean anything. If I were voting, those are the five guys that I would vote out of the long list of very worthy candidates. Yeah. Now... <laughs> Kayvon Thibodeau, when he uses that, do you think that like that is a tactic that we should start using when people say things about us? Like, I don't know who you are, so it doesn't matter. Like, your opinion means nothing because I've never heard of you. <laughs> Even if it's like a superstar person, like, it kind of works. I think about it. It's kind of genius. Like, like, dude, I don't know who you are. But it's also kind of insulting, too. And most people are going after Kayvon Thibodeau because of something stupid he's either said or done. Of course. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, of course, that's his fallback. I don't know you, so I don't care. Well, you know, quite frankly, a lot of people feel, felt the same way about some of the things that he has done this year. Sure, absolutely. I mean, Micah Parsons got on him. Joe Staley got on him. A couple other guys. Uh, another 49er, I forget who it was, who was tweeting at him. I'd rather, I'd rather get on a guy for, you know, or not a get on a guy, but just actually talk about a guy because of how good he's playing. You know, he had that one really great game against Washington. Down in Washington, sack, fumble, touchdown, the whole thing. He seemed like he was really active and in the game. I think all the other games, I, I think he still left a lot to be desired. I, you know, I don't necessarily know that they know that they truly have the edge rusher that they thought that they were getting when they drafted him. Yeah, early on in the season, he was totally quiet, and then it absolutely changed as the season went on. But yeah, I mean, it was. It, I think it was a good rookie season, but not like a jump off I, yeah, the page I, rookie season. I, I, I wouldn't give him a. Uh, I'd give him passing grade. Okay. I give him a seventy-five. 
you know, I wouldn't give him, I wouldn't give him, a, you know, a B or an A. It would be right in the middle of a C. And the thing with him that really shocked me, if you remember that first playoff game, a playoff game, that first preseason game that they had against the Bengals, and he was coming down the end and he got cut, and like, and didn't realize that that was happening. Yeah. And I'm like, you gotta, you gotta have some football instincts, and I want to see some football instincts. And that to me was not instinctive play at that moment and maybe he was just caught off guard but uh that that kind of rose a red flag for me all right so we do have a kevin burkhardt update uh we have this bet amongst us it is now three against two and jerry is waffling i'm the only one standing strong that kevin burkhardt is actually going to join us of course kevin burkhardt started uh, with wfan and shadow traffic he was an overnight update anchor and it goes to the mets and now he's calling a super bowl and we've been friends with him and al and eddie think there's no shot too big now not going to join us on set jerry and i are saying yes it could happen you have saying no and it's pissing you off that he has to go through a pr person so the pr person that al emailed a man that i know andrew Fegresi, he gets back to al with an email this morning that reads let me check our schedule for him and hit you back we'll always try and tear take care of you guys if we can can we do a call in as an option nope no i did tell him no no it doesn't count person only please okay so now that i know and this was this morning obviously so now yeah. that i know these up i could do the double text message me kevin Fiversi. oh perfect should i put you on on that text message jerry all right, so it's me, Jerry Burkhardt Figversi, and we'll all we're gonna we're gonna double team. It, you know what I'm saying? Okay, go get him, kid. We're gonna go. This is gonna happen. How you really? feeling now, Al? How you feeling now? Feeling the same. Damn it! Really love to do I just, it. It would be really, really disappointing. Really disappointing. Yeah. I mean, it's early in the week. It's you know, come over here at seven o'clock in the morning. Get it done. Easy. Yeah. Talk to the people where you came from, you know, the people who remember you when you were nobody and actually gave you a hand up and gave you and, and just just appreciate those people. Right. When he had to change his last name to Kevin Wayne as opposed to Kevin Burkhart. Yeah. When I used to call him to give him anchor shifts. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hello, Kevin Wayne. <laughs> you underling. It's me, Scoos. Now he's calling a Super Bowl. Yeah. And that he's hidden somewhere here at Radio Row, hitting penis drops from a bunker. <laughs> you <got> penis. <laughs> you guys have come a long way, man. It's a come a long way. <laughs> oh, that was phenomenal. Uh, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a couple of things at you. All right. Uh, will this happen before the week is over or will it not? Okay. All right. The first one... I want to see exactly where we're at now after that email and my text message thing. Will Kevin Burkhart be on set with us? Yes. Yes. Wow, you're with us now. We have converted Boomer. Yes. Will Kevin Durant be traded? I'm going to say yes. Wow. Man, this is going to be a crazy week now. All right. Will all of us be at a meal again this week together? Yeah, I mean, I, I have no problem with that. See, I'm saying no to that, because now we got all sorts of things. Yeah, but I'm, all I'm doing is playing golf, so for me, it's easy. Yeah, but I got I got a five-year-old flying so in now. I can't wait to see him. Yeah, I know, but I mean, she's going to sit at a nice restaurant, and she's going to be, like, taking crayons there. Uncle Boomer's going to be there if she's going to sit. Don't yeah, I guess so. It's probably right. She'll listen to you. She will not listen to me. Um, okay, so that's another one. Uh, the, the next one, will Aaron Rodgers... 
make more Jets news? Will we hear more Jets Aaron Rodgers news this week? Um, no. Not this week, I don't think. Maybe maybe after the Super Bowl. Really, what, what it comes down to are the Jets scheming right now to figure out a way for Aaron Rodgers to appreciate what they're going to do to try to get him. Yeah. And will the Jets use the power of the purse in a different way than maybe the Raiders could use the power of the purse? Because you know, they're probably the least cash solvent team in the league mm-hmm. because of the way they're run and you know you know they don't make a lot of money doing other things um so this this is will be interesting to see if the jets pull a browns kind of situation mm-hmm. here and try to blow aaron Rodgers away and and say hey we want you here and this is how much we're willing to pay you will i be staying another night at the downtown phoenix hotel while my wife and daughter stay in scottsdale because gina and i got in a fight no <laughs> you will not be doing that. I will be driving you every morning, by the way. Yeah, no, I know that. Yes, yes. that's right. Though that, what time did you leave this morning, by the way, so I could prepare myself? Uh, I'm usually in the car by 2.45. Okay, that's no problem. Not too bad? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I was uh, ready by that time this morning, so that uh, that is absolutely You'll perfect. You'll be fine. Yeah, no, I listen. And the nice thing is, is that your wife and daughter are coming from the East Coast, so they're going to want to go to sleep. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, they have to. I mean, they've got no choice. Right. I mean, that's like, this is lights out. Everybody shut up. <laughs> I've got my uh, Bose noise-canceling headphones, too, just in case, like, Bluey is going to be on in the background. So, whatever. And I have not, by the way, I've not gotten any negative text messages about this flight because they are flying right now. And all I thought I was going to get is, Sabrina's misbehaving. The flight attendants hate us. She's not going to sleep. She's restless. She's running up and down the aisles. Like, this is the stuff I thought I was going to get. And I've got none of it. So That's good. She's, knock she's, on wood. There's three hours to go in the flight. And but she knows you're working. you got about uh, 45 minutes to go. That does not stop her. Trust okay, me. Okay. She loves just hitting me with something negative in the middle of the show. That's like her favorite pastime. Did you tell her about the K. Adams man boob grab. Yes, I did. Okay. I told, I told her say? yesterday. Um, she said, "I." She said, "You must have been so embarrassed." And I said, "Yes, I was. You're absolutely right." And then, she, then she was like, "Is this woman attractive?" And I was like, uh, "No, not at all." <laughs> really, just like this whole disfiguring things. <laughs> so Freddy Krueger thing going on. Totally not attractive at all. So don't even look up her Instagram. She's, she's gorgeous. Yeah, it kind of looks like Madonna. Like looks like don't. But just don't go to her Instagram. I think it's private, so don't even bother going there and looking at it. So you know, she's just normal. You know, one of the basic, just just your basic person. <laughs> Is she over there, by the way? Yet. I could go, go uh, take a quick rundown. They 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 were fixing her set and getting everything ready. Mm, okay, so things are percolating over there. So what happens if Anthony Munoz is on? It's the only thing she could do. We get Munoz out. No, we got a, we, got a, we got a man boob story to get to here, Anthony. Well, maybe it uh, Katie come in a little bit earlier tomorrow or something. You never know. Oh, there's Anthony. Hey, Anthony. What's happening, man? There he is. There he is. Cool. Get him on a little early. Like we break now. Get him on a little early. Sure, let's do it. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hardy Boone, Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network live from Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona, Super Bowl 57. The Road to Arizona, presented by Casamigos. Casamigos Tequila, brought to you by those who drink it. Also brought to you by Optum, get closer, go farther. And by Key Food, get all of your tailgating needs at Key Food and their family of supermarkets. And joining us right now is Hall of Famer, Boomer teammate, one of the greatest to ever do it, one of the great left tackles that ever played the game of football at the highest level is Anthony Munoz, who is now the chief football relationship officer of the NFL. I have no idea what the hell the that Hall means. Of fame, the Hall of Fame. Of the Hall of Fame? Yes. Right, of the NFL Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. And we're going to learn about what that means. It sounds like a very big title. Good morning, Anthony. Great to see you. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to see you. It's great to see you, man. Hey, I love being here. around you. I feel so safe when you're around. But, but I feel out of place, though. I'm on your you're, right you're, side. You're I'm supposed to be on the other, side, other side. side. over there. I know. Uh, so what does this chief relationship officer do? What do you, what, what exactly is your description and, and the job, and, and how does how do you help grow the, the Hall of Fame? So first of all, uh, Jim Porter was named the, the new president a little over a year ago. So when he became the president, I've been on the board for probably six, seven years. Uh, the board decided we're going to create a position for someone to work alongside Jim Porter and just kind of help out more of a national media partnership, uh, non-for-profit liaison. So it's just all, you know, representing the Hall of Famers. You've been doing that board. for how many years now? <laughs> well, that's the funny thing about it. I've been on the board, and when they decided to create this position, they asked me to be on the search committee. I said, well, let's kind of spread it out. Let's let another Hall of Famer be on the committee. Uh, so they did that, and about a week or two later, the uh, head of the search committee approaches me and says, well, I just want to let you know there's a lot of board members that are nominating you for this position <laughs> i said well let me see the job description and the first thing couple things like i said no relocation uh and i love going up to canton but i have a lot of going on in cincinnati no disruption of what i'm doing i.e my foundation and so forth 
So I started looking and reading through every paragraph, writing notes. And I said, this stuff I've been doing for 20, 25 years. So I said, okay, include me. Started out with about 40, went down to five. Then they interviewed. First time at 63 years old, first time in my life I've ever been interviewed for a job. Wow. And, uh, Were you nervous? <laughs> you know what? I really wasn't. Hour and a half with Corn Ferry. They got Corn Ferry, the search yep. group. And then an hour and a half with the search committee individuals I knew from being on the board. And then like two weeks afterwards, they said, hey, we'd like to offer you the job. Uh, you know, one of my first responsibilities, Jim Porter and I, I've been traveling around meeting a lot of the NFL owners. You would think that the Pro Football Hall of Fame and the NFL owners have a really great relationship. Not bad relationships, but there's really not a whole lot of relationships there. So, you know, I've had a chance to go meet Con down in Jacksonville and all these guys that I've never met and get a chance to spend time with them, share with them what's going on at the hall. And, uh, you know, it's been exciting for me because I love doing it and I figured... Uh, Representing everything about the hall that I love, my fellow Hall of Famers, the board members, uh, the staff, and, and even before this, I was up and back to Ken quite a bit because I'm on the board and doing a lot of outreach things. That's the great thing about what's going on with the Hall of Fame the last several years. There's a lot of community outreach, a lot of things that we can do to really hopefully improve things. You know, people don't realize that it's not the NFL Hall of Fame, right. it's the Pro Football right. Hall of Fame, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why the NFL owners aren't as invested. Yeah. All Although they want to be elected into well, the Hall of Fame. You see, and that's the thing. You, you take teams, I mean, the Bengals, we have one. Hopefully there's several more coming. But you take a team like Green Bay or Chicago, 20, 30 guys. Uh, and one of the things we're trying to do is have a bigger presence, not only of the Hall at the, the stadium, the Bear Stadium, but have a bigger presence of the teams at the Hall. Right. Not just going there and seeing the, their Hall of Famers, but maybe going and seeing the Ring of Honor guys. You know, these are guys that were the greatest for this organization. Let's let the fans that come to Canton to see their Hall of Famers also recognize and see the guys that are in their Hall uh, their Ring of Honor. Their own Ring of Honor, right? Right. So, yes. Which, which, which Boomer's not in yet, by the way, in Cincinnati. This <laughs> well, is year got, three coming up with yeah, no Boomer. Yeah, but time out. We got started late on that. You know, you got to remember, this, we, we're, this is the only team that's never had a ring of honor right. Right. until two years ago. Yeah, I feel like they're going to put in Achilles Smith before you at this point. <laughs> oh, is I got to deal with this every freaking week we start talking about this, man? It's unbelievable. Uh, by the way, we're talking to Anthony Munoz, the great Hall of Fame. Let Famer. me just interject on that. Uh, yeah. you know, I'm going to protect my guy here. You know, as a Hall of, or, uh, ring of honor, I get votes, and yeah. uh, I have to say that I think uh, two of the first guys should be in the Ring of Honor are two MVPs, right? Well, Kenny I'm, Anderson's in, and the other MVP, Boomer Esiason, should see, be in. Eventually, it will happen. Well, I mean, let's, let's get it going. It will happen. Yeah. Yes. I'm protecting him, too. I'm getting okay. on the Bengals. That's my thing. It's like, <laughs> okay. what are the Bengals okay. doing? He should have been in the first group. <laughs> well, the, the, you can't be in the first group because Paul Brown and Anthony Munoz were in the first group. Okay, you should you have been in last that. year, then. Right. Uh, Kenny went in, too, right? Did yeah, what they did, it, uh, the family picked two, Paul Brown and myself, and then yeah. the season ticket holders voted for two. So that was Kenny Anderson and Kenny Riley. Right. And yeah. then this and year, Kenny Riley's on the senior uh, ballot this year. He is. And what do you think his chances are going to be? You know, I think they're great. In fact, uh, it's Kenny, uh, Kenny Riley. Uh, it's Joe Klecko and uh, Chuck Howley. <laughs> I mean, come on. Joe Klecko deserves to be oh. I ask you this every year oh. about him, and I know we have a big Jet audience out yeah. there listening, Kenny, uh, uh, Anthony. And I, and I tell people all the time, no matter whether he was an end, a defensive tackle, or a nose tackle, he was the guy that we had to find on their defense line. You know, Marty Lyons was great. Uh, they had Gassado, who was a really good pass rusher, and Abdul Salam inside was a pain in the ass. To really was Joe Klecko. 73, man. And... And you mentioned that all pro at all three positions. Yeah. 
It, I just it, never understood why he never yeah. hasn't gotten it, and it's taken this long for a guy like that to get in. And I think he yeah. will get in this time. So those are the three seniors. Yes. And, uh, you know, there's a good chance. I'm hoping Kenny Riley. And then, of course, you have Don Coriel. They kind of merge the two, coach and contributor. So uh, we'll find out Thursday at the honors. And hopefully we do have uh, another Cincinnati Bengals player representing us. Uh, I hope home. so, man. How many of those senior guys get in? Is it just one or can all of them get in? Good question. Year? Uh, I should know that. but Okay. I, I don't know. That'd be great if all of them got in, quite frankly. Yeah, well, it's, it's just the thing that, and Anthony knows this, like certain guys go overlooked. And a guy like Kenny Anderson has yeah. been overlooked for years and years oh. and years. When he retired, <laughs> it, you know, you look at his numbers from when he retired and the other players that he played against, those numbers tell you that he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And, you know, he was the first quarterback, I think, that ever completed a, a 70% of his passes in a season. Exactly. Exactly. And won an MVP on top of it. So, How bad did the Bengals get screwed? In that AFC Championship game. I was livid, man, that Monday morning. And I, I did not grow up a Bengals fan. I did want them to win. I did bet on the Bengals. But what a joke. They gave them three opportunities on a third can and I, nine. Can I give you an example of me? So I go to my... When my kids were playing for not vocal, now I got all these grandkids not vocal. So... My grandson's playing a basketball game like two days after the Chiefs-Bengals game. And I tell you, I use the officially, I wouldn't want to officiate, but they're atrocious. I mean, I almost <laughs> yelled out, you guys got back to Cincinnati in a hurry from Kansas City, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine Anthony Bungo's yelling at his grandkids at the officials? Right, I almost quit, quit, but yeah. it didn't come out. <laughs> yeah, it was bad, man. Uh, it was just, it was just yeah. bad. I, I mean, do you feel like the officiating from when you played to now has gotten worse or better? Or is it because the technology kind of changed everything? So my first thing when you ask that is, what is a penalty? I mean, yeah. I think that's the confusion. What is PI? What is, I mean, one time it is, one time it isn't. I mean, holding. I think that's where I kind of get up and say, okay, what's going on here? Kind of tell me exactly what you're trying to call. And that's the confusion to me. Is it because they're that much worse or because they don't know how to interpret what's going on? So that's that would be my question as far as the penalties and the officiating. Uh, sometimes I'm, <laughs> the guy gets disrobed and it's not holding. And the next guy just grabs his number on the sleeve and it's holding. Yeah, well, it's all, it's yeah. all like uh, yeah. I guess it's in the eye of, of the beholder. But I always think this too, like this expedited replay that came out of nowhere. I kind of like it because they're at least they're getting it right. You know, yeah. if, if a guy comes down out of bounds. But I was thinking about the catch that Jamar Chase had in the back of the end zone mm -hmm. against Buffalo. All right, so if that's in the middle of the field, that's a catch right. because he catches it, has both feet in bounds, and then lands out of bounds, and it moves ever so slightly. Right. It's an incomplete pass. Like to me, that's an inconsistent call. And I know they use the sidelines and the end lines and all that other stuff. But again, if it's in the middle of the field, that is ruled a catch because right. it never hit the ground. The ball never hit the ground. You have a relationship with Joe Burrow? Yeah, I've met him. Not, uh, I really can't say I do. Um, you know, I do the preseason games. First couple of years, COVID, yeah. weren't allowed to go down there, travel a little bit. You know, just met him after one practice. Yeah, he seems like a like a cocksure guy, like this guy right here. He seems like he's got that good confidence. You know what I'm saying? Like his teammates respect him. You know, it, it's funny because they'll ask me. I say I don't know him that well, but it appears as I watch because I watch a lot. I watch a lot of boat body language and stuff. I said it appears he he has that with my guy had. You know, my number seven guy had that. And I said that's okay, man, because they're out there and just like we would run through a wall for this guy, it appears that those guys will run through a wall for him. And just like this guy didn't throw us under the bus, even though we should. 
should have been thrown under the yeah. bus. Sometimes. He'll never do that. He'll never. Yeah. Exactly. I, and he exactly. Had, look, Chris Jones overtook the game in, in the AFC right. Championship yeah. game. And last year it was Aaron Donald. Yeah. And finally that inconsistent offensive line of the Bengals caught yeah. up to them. Yeah. And they tried to fix it by spending the money, but those guys got hurt at the end yeah. of the season. So yeah. he's a great player. He's going to be a really good player. So I'm going to give you this number, and you tell me if you think this is accurate. Seven years, $350 million for Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. <laughs> Would you have ever thought in your world? Anthony is passed out, by the way. Can we get some help? Wake up. <laughs> by the way, here's the other thing. On, on Friday night, last Friday, you knew what, that I was in, uh, in Cincinnati. I was at the Elder right. yeah. fundraiser, and I saw three of our guys there, Joe Walters, Bruce Kazerski, and Bruce Reimers. And I've always loved hanging out with you guys, always loved being a part of of your guys' lives and taking care of you in different ways. Wow. Whatever. Amazing. Right. So I loved all that stuff. And I said at that uh, at that dinner the other night that if I were one of these quarterbacks and I was making like $40 million a year, I would give each of these guys a million dollars. <laughs> Except for Anthony Munoz because he'd be making more than me. <laughs> Probably. Yes. Well, so. I tell you what, this guy took care of us. And let me just share one last story. And I wish he wouldn't have given us all these nice gifts prior to this game. You remember we're going to Minnesota to play on Monday night. Christmas. Christmas, Monday night. Every time I'm in a hotel and I hear Christmas music, I think about Christmas Eve in Minnesota. And he gave us our Christmas gifts. Unbelievable. He would, I mean, this guy would take care of us. And he just wouldn't randomly give us gifts. He would like do a little background and say, well, this guy hunts, so I'm going to get him a hunting rifle. Munoz doesn't know how to handle guns, so I'm not going to give him a gun. <laughs> right, don't give him a gun. So no. we go up to Minnesota, and we pass the ball like 60 times. Yes, we did, yes. <laughs> they got Al Noga and Keith Millard and, I mean... Chris Dolman. Chris Dolman, and they are just bringing... And we're like, okay, guys, if we don't keep him clean, he's going to take all those gifts back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we lost the game, unfortunately, but yeah, I remember that, that night, with, boy, they were coming. Oh, they were, they were bringing it. it that night. Yeah. So, Anthony, I got something for you. You might not know, but I played a little offensive line myself back in uh, high school on Long Island, and uh, Boomer gave me one more opportunity. It was about two years ago to go back to my roots as an offensive lineman. I was supposed to keep him clean. That was my job to do that as his partner. So I put on a helmet. We got another guy from our staff named Sean Marash, who's probably got 60 pounds on me, and he was the defensive lineman, and I had to block him. We have video here of this, and I'd like you to look at the monitor and analyze my blocking, and I'll tell you exactly where I am. And, all right, here, oops, red helmet is me, and my ass crack is out. <laughs> Pancake block. Okay, so Pancake first of block. all, you'll see it again. Boomer's got a little longer to go because there's 15 here we go. holding. Here we go. <laughs> Bang, look at that. Right there, oh, stood him right up. Get your head up, though. You're going to hurt your neck now. Get your head up. Yeah, dip the butt. Look dip. at the center. Look at the center. But I love the effort. Look, you took two guys down. I, I did. <laughs> so the yeah. center right there is Al Dukes, our producer. <laughs> he snaps the ball and doesn't get out of the way. He just looks to see if he snapped the ball right. Look, 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 look at See, keep my feet moving, right? Keep my feet moving and bam, pancake. Look that's at that. The, that's the most impressive thing is the effort. You just kept driving. That's right. You just had to, You just kept driving them. That's right. And I got up and woo! <laughs> yes. I had my gut out and everything. Look at that. I had a mullet at the time, Anthony. Well, well. Oh, I'm so... There are no old linemen without. Well, maybe nowadays there's a few without, but you gotta have that gut. Oh, of course, absolutely, 100%. Just like look how much bigger that guy is. But if he was if he was coming out of the shoot, look at the clean pocket. Look at the clean pocket. Knocked out. 
<laughs> the shoot would have knocked him out. <laughs> by, the way, by, by the way, you gotta understand something. He almost killed that guy. <laughs> he got up limping. <laughs> so, him into the desk. Knocked him into the desk. Yeah, yeah, that's the one thing me and you have in common. This one time I protected this guy. We had a that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, Anthony, it's great to see you, my man. Yeah, always good to see you. Congratulations on the new job. Thank you. And enjoy golf. He's going to play Scottsdale National oh, tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Yes. Very, very cool. And by great. the way, Anthony does great work in Cincinnati with his foundation. And if you want to know more about it, MunozFoundation.org. That's MunozFoundation.org. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Right. Always great seeing see you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Arizona Radio Rose Super Bowl 57 is presented by Casamigos. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. The Road to Arizona also brought to you by Optimum. Get closer, go farther, and by Key Food, get all your tailgating needs at Key Food and their family of supermarkets. Jerry Recco is with us now. <clears throat> One more update and moment of the day. What's going on, Jerry? All right, we are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We're also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. A uh, few more from last night at the Super Bowl. Then we'll get into some other stuff here with our allotted time. First things first, Travis Kelsey uh, was talking about the relationship he's got with his brother. I know we're going to be tired of the storyline we are already, but... In terms of them growing up, he knows how special this is, and he is where he is because of that relationship. No, I wouldn't be here without my brother. His uh, competitiveness, his uh, his leadership, um, there's no way I'd be here without him. So that's kind of nice. Now, in terms of Kelsey himself, here was Patrick Mahomes. So, if not a quarterback, what do you think you'd do? I would probably play tight end, and I'd definitely be better than Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, all right, so they're having fun. Now, Mahomes said that the best impersonation of him is done by Andy Reid. Really? But Reid would not do it, said he will not do that in public. Huh. Kelsey, however, had no problem trying to do it. You got you to gotta have it, like, right here. And it's not, most people think it's right here. It's, like, in the pits. Like, oh, you got to love this. 
180. <laughs> they were certainly goofy last night. Jalen Hurts, I'm sure, had some fun, but a lot of his comments and clips that we have were more of, of a serious nature. Uh, here he is just talking about the success that they've had this season, and he's got basically one focus, and that's going forward. Man, I, I really feel like it's not the time to reflect. Obviously, um, it's been a it's, it's been a lot, you know. But I didn't put all that work in for no reason. I feel like this team hasn't put all the work in we put in for no reason. So um, we come here to you know finish the finish the job, finish the job we set out to do. Finish the job. So of course Sunday we will see if they can finish that job. They've been really good when he has been under center this season. A couple of other things from the NFL. First things first. Sean Payton with a message to one Russell. Wilson, if he thinks he's going to come in in Denver with his own coach, think again. Peyton's got that's other ideas. Foreign to me, that, that's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. And then, as you said, he's still working on Fox to finish things out. Yeah, it was very strange. I mean, I understand that he's got the contract, but the fact that he's talking about the Chiefs, a team he's going to be in that division with, breaking down that team when he's the head coach of the Broncos. Yep. A little weird. It's going to make it interesting to hear what he has to say, for sure. And I'm sure he'll be guarded. You know, he's yeah. not going to be totally wide open, and he's certainly not going to want to uh, insult anybody in Kansas City, I can tell you that. Oh, of course not. I mean, it's got to be ultimate respect, right? He's not going to say a negative thing about that team. They'd, they'd hold it against some bulletin board stuff. No doubt. And then there's Tom Brady, who did his uh, his radio show last night on Sirius XM. Uh, Brady talking about retired life. You know, I've done it once before, so I've got to figure this out and get good at this, actually. It's all pretty new. My friend says, the future happens a day at a time, and I think with any great chapter that ends, there's another great opportunities ahead, and I look forward to exploring a lot of, a lot of other parts of life that have been uh, put aside for a time being, and I'll feel some different things, I'm sure, as things go along, but, you know, I'm doing great in a great space, and excited for what's ahead. And we found out that the, he's not going to start broadcasting next year. It'll be the year after in 2024. Here was uh, Belichick. We played this earlier. This was Belichick congratulating Brady on his career and his decision. The greatest player, the greatest career, the great, great person. Uh, it's such an, an opportunity and an honor for me to you know, to coach Tom, I, I guess I guess it's got in at some point. It, 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 it's the greatest one ever. So congratulations, Tom. Appreciate it. All right, so now I'm going to play oh. Zoo. Stick with me here because I'm going. We're going to cut this off at some point because it's way too long. But he was on Colin Cowherd yesterday. Was Brady as well? And he was asked the question. So, is there any chance you come back, even though you made this decision? I'll tell you this. He didn't say no. Got to play it. I, I think for me, you know, I I know in my heart uh, how I feel, and you know, I put it out on the field for 23 years, and I'm super proud of you know what's been accomplished, and. Um, you know, I just wanted to keep last week really short and sweet. And I felt like I've I've given a lot. I've gained a lot. Right, that's good. You're good. Okay. It would have been very easy just to say, I'm done. Yeah. No. He doesn't he quite did, do though, that already. He I, said I understand, video. but I know that. But he did it last year, too. And he came back. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying he is. I don't think he is. But I just think that's funny that he just got, he's dancing around it. Sounds to me like a call from Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Oh, that would be unbelievable. <laughs> that would be Come something. Come on. I agree. So I, I'm selfish when I say this. I, I'm, you know, I don't want to ruin his life or whatever, man. But I, I just think he can go get another Super Bowl. One more picture of Joaquin, the jujitsu instructor with Giselle, <laughs> and his ass is going to be throwing footballs. <laughs> you know it. You might be right about yeah. that. Who knows? Um, so we'll have more going forward the rest of the week. Clippers beat the Nets last night, one twenty-four to one sixteen, as they outscored them twenty-five-nine over the final six minutes. Twenty-nine for Paul George, Cam Thomas, another forty-point performance. He had forty-seven this time in a loss. He shot fifteen of twenty-nine. Here is Jacques Vaughn. First things first, and again, Zoo, this is another one I'm going to cut off because it's way too long. This is uh, Jacques Vaughn was asked why he thinks Kyrie Irving wanted out. I never asked him, Brian. My my conversation with Kai uh, was based around. Really, in all honesty, just uh, him him growing up, me seeing him uh, with our time when we first met, uh, how I tried to be consistent for him, That's good. the example That's for him. Which is something he's talked about since he took over this job, being consistent with the group. Uh, but I guess it wasn't enough. The group being Kyrie consistent was... for him. They were. It's money. There's nothing yeah. more than money. I mean, at the end of the day, the Nets would have given him a contract extension, but it was going to have to have some conditions, conditions that were going to be a part of that. He didn't want that. He wanted out. So when he got traded to whatever team he got traded to, his bird rights would go with him. Understood. So that's all about the money, boys. Yep, you are correct. Uh, Zoo, let's skip the next Jacques Vaughn. Give me Cam Thomas just about what he will miss for Kyrie not being there. Everything, really. I mean, that's, that's my guy. We talked about a lot. Talk about Kobe. Um, just life in general, man. Just life in general. That's really that's probably the main thing that um, I probably miss from Kai. Just that's me having that. You get that. So he meant something to these younger players, but he's gone. So yeah, he's in Dallas. That kind of is what it is. And again, that was after a really big night from Cam Thomas. He goes for 47. He's got to sit there and answer questions about Kyrie Irving. So who knows? And then also, Zoo, I'm going to skip the Nick Claxton one because I want to get this, and I haven't got to this yet. So this was Brian Cashman. He was on the score in Chicago. And I know we've talked about at least here, if you don't win, if you're the Yankees, not a great season. I've never heard Cashman like this in New York. This was on the score, the perception of a good season and bad season. The truth was, in the end, we had four games short of a World Series appearance, but it felt like the way our fan base reacted in the press that we got, you know, we got knocked out in the first round. But yeah, so you can't really remember sometimes reality versus the perception. And the perception was we we, we didn't do well, and and the reality was we had a hell of a, another run at it, but but fell short. So that's just the New York market. Yeah, I mean, that's horrible. I saw BT, a video on this. There's a big Yankee fan steaming, sucks. steaming about it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's basically right. I mean, it, it, they, they were miles away. I mean, and by the way, they almost did get knocked out in the first round. Remember how yeah, close was it easy. was? Wasn't easy. And then they got swept by the Astros, and they, they barely competed in that game, in that series. So they, they were, I mean, that's just, that's excuses. That's bull crap. That's positive spin. And, and you're right. I've never heard that from him. Usually he no. takes accountability. That was horrible. I, they, listen, they're a victim of their own regular season success, but the postseason is what it has been. Um, so that was on the score. Mm, but yeah, I got with time. Play, do me a favor, play the Laf make Boomer happy, the Lafreniere game winner one more time.
That was Sam Rosen on MSG. 5-4. Rangers beat the Flames last night. Lafreniere, the game-winning goal. Mika Zibanejad scored two, including the game-tying goal. And Philip Hedl scored two times as well. Islanders beat the Flyers 2-1. We will skip the uh, Horvat one again this hour. And instead, give me the game-winner from the Devils there, Zoo. 52 seconds to go. Devils with it. It's Brett. Now for Hamilton. Gives it off to Hughes. Moves to the far circle. Gives it off to Fred with a drive. He scores! Overtime game winner, Jesper Brett. That was Matt Lachlan, Devils Radio. They beat the Canucks in overtime 5-4. Brat, the game winner, Jack Hughes with two goals, 35 now on the season. Andre Palat scoring a couple of times as well. How about the so, fact that uh, Bo Horvat, I think the next game the Islanders play, I think they play Vancouver. Makes sense. Which is where Horvat had just come from. So It'll be, be emotional. Po- it'll be emotional for him, I'm sure. Butterflies. Yeah. Revenge game. But I will say that, uh, I'm telling you, man, February, March is going to be unbelievable between these three hockey teams locally. No doubt. It is going to be physical. It's going to be competitive. And I was just reading, how much money do you think that they are expecting to be bet on this year's Super Bowl? Oh, I couldn't. I know Gio knows. If you told me a billion dollars, a hundred million, five billion, I'd say, okay, I have no idea. $700 million. No, $16 billion. <laughs> $16 billion. Does that include all the box pools? Uh, no, no. That are this not even the, accounted uh, I'm, for. I'm assuming this is all the legal betting is what they're talking right. about. Yeah. You imagine yeah. you add those box, those box pools into it? $16 billion. Yeah, I'm aware. College basketball, Rutgers at Indiana tonight on WCBS 880 at 615. St. John's at Butler, and you've got UConn taking on Marquette. Time now for Moment of the Day, brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. All right, <laughs> so the Kevin Burkhart saga continues as we're trying to see if we can get him on. We do know Boomer will be disappointed if, in fact, that doesn't happen. It would be really, really disappointing. Really disappointing. Yeah. I mean, it's early in the week. It's, you know, come over here at 7 o'clock in the morning. Get it done. Easy. It. Yeah. Talk to the people where you came from. You know, the people who remember you when you were nobody. And actually, he gave you a hand up and gave you a, and, and just... Just appreciate those people. Right. When he had to change his last name to Kevin Wayne as opposed to Kevin Burkhart. Yeah, when I used to call him to give him anchor shifts. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hello, Kevin Wayne. <laughs> you underling. It's me, Scoos. Now he's calling a Super Bowl. Yeah. And that he's hidden somewhere here at Radio Row hitting penis drops from a bunker. <laughs> you got penis. You guys have come a long way, man. It's a come a long way. Oh, that was phenomenal. Very well timed, as always, from one Scazzeri. All right, thanks, Jerry. It is Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the traveling built for Dove studio. Penis. Quick. <laughs> He's our penis guy. Why do we call a penis a penis? I don't know. There he is. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 